0: Live from the living room couch, this is Baseball with Grandma. Featuring me, Noah, grandson Noah, and Grandma, who is sitting down right now on the couch as we are watching Angels pregame, pregame on mute.
1: So, hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the hottest day in the history of Southern California. This
0: week has been nice. the 30.
1: biggest booty
0: hot weather. It's all humid and muggy as if we were back in Quebec, Canada. And uh, I'm not feeling good about it. Uh, and I'm not feeling the best about our Halos right now. It's been fine, but it hasn't been the best. We're still fourth into the, in the AL West. 13 games behind Houston. We're filming this on the 17th, by the way, of August. Filming this, recording this. 11 games back in the wild card. Just had a heartbreaker of a loss yesterday against Texas, which sucked it was the craziest triple play me and grandma have ever seen. Um, last episode we did was the 20th of July. Since then, the Angels are at even 500, 13-13, which is fine. Um, lost a series against Houston. Split a series against uh, Chicago, which wasn't – that needs to be a series that we have to sweep there. That would have been good for us. Won the series against uh, Seattle. Uh, swept at Tampa Bay, which was a huge, huge sweep for Tampa Bay. Uh, lost the series at Cleveland. We swept the Tigers at home, lost the series at home versus Oakland, swept San Diego at San Diego, and then lost yesterday to Texas. So that's 13-13 and 13 overall. Uh, let's get Grandma's initial thoughts on that. 13-13 over the past 26 games. How do you see that, especially with the fact that Trout has been out for almost all of that?
1: I'm looking at it as a uh, from a, a, a housekeeping uh, approach about sweeping and keeping things clean and tidy. They're only sweeping every other week. So that has, means it's a, uh, the house is really falling apart and things are falling off the shelf and things are breaking. And because the sweep is coming not often enough, I'd like to see uh, more consistency. I don't know why they can't. They have all the star material. They have every bit as good uh, team players and performers as any other team. Any one man can hit a home run, a home run at any one time. Right. Any one man can do anything at any one time. I don't know what the missing link is with the consistency issue. They're not fired up. They're back in that little not fired up again there's so many new faces. I really can't even tell you really uh, who's really on the team right now. Right, off we're the lost track.
0: We're watching pregame right now, and they just showed a stat up there: fifty-four players used this year. Uh, I think it's thirty-six. Uh, thirty-six pitch. No, 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 not thirty-six. Excuse me, sixteen. Sixteen different pitchers this year. No, is it thirty-six? It's thirty-six different pitchers used this year.
1: And sixteen on the disabled sixteen list. have been on the
0: disabled list at one time this year. Those are all franchise records, and fourteen people have made their debut this year. What the heck and i 'd like to make a comment on the sweeping because I, I have to be honest, the sweeping 's more like dusting because they 're dusting yeah. the Tigers and yeah. the Padres, who are two of the worst teams in baseball their
1: cleaning house capabilities ranks last <laughs> last um, they need to be cleaning the butts of all these other teams. Is anybody afraid when the angels come to town? No. Only the ones that have been stung by them. And they gave them a little credit, but they forget about them right away because they they don't make a, a name for themselves. Yeah. They don't make a name for themselves. So let's just get together and pray to God. And uh, pray some more. Hey, I got a great idea. This weekend at the stadium is the Harvest Crusade, where all the Christian people get together and pray, and they are on. They make that place holy ground. So let's see when the angels come back, if uh, they get filled with the Holy Spirit and get out there and pop it.
0: Pop it out the ballpark. All the way
1: to the heavens.
0: Make them go yard. Yeah. Make them uh, rake Jesus's uh, ground.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. And exactly.
0: let's hope, let's
1: hope. Uh, that it rubs off on him some of that uh, muddy muddiness out there right. and uh, whatever, I just want to see some consistency. I love Eric Young being back he 's consistent. I love Cole Calhoun. they haven 't slowed down
0: yeah we 're looking at the lineup right now calhoun's on fire. David Fletcher is Derek Jeter, mark my words, five years Yeah. Um, upton's been on fire there's been a lot there 's been a lot of good singular performances yeah, recently. It's all singular. Um but it hasn't exactly translated to wins. Now, since our last episode on the 20th, uh I have a timeline written down here of everything that's happened. We're going to start off with the two big things, but I want to start off before we get into that stuff with Francisco Arcia and his debut yeah. from the 26th to the 28th. He made his debut and he set major league records. As a rookie, of course, Uh, for his first two major league games, he hit a combined 10 RBIs, which is a major league record, which is insane to think, you know, Francisco Garcia was the one to do that. What a great story. And he hit two home runs in those uh, two games as well. Um, And he's been doing – he's been consistent. He's been doing great. Um, July 26th was a big day. The Angels uh, seemingly – said, we're done. We're not We're not trying anymore, which kind of sucked at that point. Um, Martin Maldonado got traded to the Houston Astros for a uh, minor leaguer Patrick Sandoval, who we'll get to him later because he's been phenomenal, um, and $250,000 in the international pool space, which may not be uh, key right now, but remember, guys, that's the whole reason why we got Shohei Otani was because we had enough international pool space. So 250000 is a lot of money for but Martin I Maldonado.
1: should buy something pretty important. Yeah.
0: So I want to get Grandma's thoughts on Maldi's career because we were big Maldonado fans. He's the best defensive catcher in baseball. Almost, It's almost unanimous. Um, so, Grandma, give me your thoughts on Maldi. Well,
1: I'm not happy about losing him. It's not that I don't like these new kids or don't think they deserve a chance. But we can't. The season's almost over, and they keep popping the, the, the core of the team. They keep popping them and throwing them out. And I don't understand why they're pulling away the only backbone that we ha- the few pieces of backbone that we have. I don't think that's the right thing to do. It's become a money game. It doesn't give me much much hope. It makes me feel like that, that they've kind of like cashed in this year. Because th- to give away your catcher, Who's got you through everything, through thick and thin, all year long. Maybe one of the hardest working players of all. Yeah. Called all these games. Did pretty well. It's not his fault guys don't get up and hit home runs. He's right. not talking to them. All yeah, right. so Maldonado, give him to our, uh, once again, our, one of our dearest enemies. Uh, that definitely doesn't make me happy. I wish we had him back. Yeah, I like these other kids, but that's beginner's luck. They're not they don't have a a, a background. Right. They're not going to be superstars. They're they're going to come up against some of the other teams and they're not going to cut the mustard. He knew how to throw a game.
0: Right. It's hard to <coughs> um it's hard to anticipate what these Arcia, and you know now we know what Arcia can do. And right. even Jose Braseno, before he got sent down recently, you can't... You don't know what to expect from them. You knew what to expect from Maldonado. So when he gets traded, especially to the Astros, that's what made me and Grandma a lot more upset. Yeah, you know, exactly. Get him out of the division. You don't want to give your arch rival at this know, point... No, I
1: don't understand it.
0: Um, to you, you, He's one of our best assets. And, um, of course, he was he was a free agent at the end of the year. So, you know, they got what they could get for him. And, uh, you know,
1: I want to bring up the point about Mike Trout being out again. God bless him for the, the, the bereavement issues and for the medical issues. Okay. So the facts are he's been out and he's going to be out. Both. And that is leaving a big hole in the lineup and all of the players. But, I think that in some ways uh, it adds a spark to the lineup or right. it should make every guy step up. Uh, I see three guys really stepping up and trying to cover the hole. I, look at the other teams that have lost their so, – look at Houston. They're out there, two best players. Yeah,
0: all two vans And bringer. are they
1: still winning? Not really. So, so that's an opportunity to see if, if it really makes a difference if your superstar is gone – can you really pull it off and and if you can't if you can't, then you better really fix your team you yeah. better really fix your team, you better keep the other regular guys in there and not play this buy and sell game when your superstar is gone uh, it, it just doesn't make sense that's even more reason to leave some some security blanket laying down there for all the guys that are kind of mediocre right that you still know you have your maldonado simba uh. All this other people that kind of lay the foundation. So um, I hope that Trout doesn't upset the apple cart when he comes back, just trying to fit in again. Right. Um, Because I like uh, Eric Young out there. I like him playing. I know he can't reach the high ones, but he does so much more.
0: He's made some phenomenal defensive defensive plays since he got called up.
1: Exactly. I think he's a lot more of a hustler than Upton. Sorry, Justin.
0: Yes. Upton's, Upton's definitely Upton – he's is, an outfielder, but he's – he's, he's it's his bat. It's moody. his bat um, that we need. And I want to give some info on Patrick Sandoval, who's the kid we got for Maldi. There, the Angels, when it happened, of course there was backlash like on Twitter and such. Um, they branded him to try and give um, – some hope to the Angel fans. He's um, from Mission Viejo, California, so he's a he's a local kid. 21 in the Astros minor leagues, which was only uh, low A ball, uh, not low A, low A and high A. Excuse me. Uh, nine and one with a 2.56 ERA. He's a starter. He did great. That's great. He made the Midwest League All Star team, which is the that quote unquote division in the minors. And they're not really divisions per se but that's what you that's what you would call it they got him they assigned him to Inland Empire and he went four and two-thirds striking out nine allowing no runs in his debut that was back on the 26th now at the end of this uh this episode I'll lay out more of his um contributions since then as of course it's been uh been a couple couple weeks since they acquired him um we're seeing Cole Calhoun on the tv what a stud and they're and, saying, can Cole Calhoun be considered for comeback player of the year, which, yes. yes, I think that's not traditionally how it works. It's usually someone who's injured the year before and then comes back. But this would be if there's any more of a prime what example for, come for comeback player of the year to
1: make it happen. Holy cow. What can we do as as fans make it happen?
0: I don't know. I don't know if that's no a, a voters thing that may be a. we'll have to see what happens there. I think he would deserve that for sure. I don't know if Cole would like that, though, Grandma, because that would make him think, hey, I – that would make him – you know, everyone knew I sucked at the beginning, so I'm getting this award to say that I don't suck anymore kind of thing. No,
1: I don't think he's that way. I think he knows he sucked. He was mad at himself yeah. and he was above it. He he handles it more uh, in a, like a hardcore way. Right. He knows I suck. Something's gone wrong. Let's fix it. And when I come back, I'm going to be so happy I'm going to blast this ball out of here. Yeah. I'm going to do everything.
0: Um. Let's talk about on the thirtieth, which was four days after Maldonado got traded, Ian Kinsler got traded, which a lot of people saw coming really uh, He was getting hot at the time uh batting average went up uh, about fifteen points over that month um the over the whole month of July, so it was kind of it was good timing for the angels to trade him because they could get some prime prime real estate for him. They traded him to the Red Sox, which is a good fit for the Red Sox as Dustin Pedroia was hurt and still is hurt. Then Kinsler got hurt. And now he's making his, his Dave, his comeback today on the 17th of August traded him for Ty Buttry and Williams Jerez, who are now up on the major league roster. But before that, um, Buttrey's 25, righty out of the bullpen, 2.25 ERA and AAA for Boston this year. Um, they assigned him to AAA Salt Lake once we got him. Same thing with uh, Williams Jerez. He's a lefty, though, which is – we don't have many lefty arms, so that's great. Other the bullpen, you can have him and Jose Alvarez now, who have been phenomenal. Um, he's 26, 3.63 ERA in Boston's AAA. They assigned him to uh, AAA Salt Lake as well. So I want to get Grandma's thoughts on Kinsler's brief career. As a halo, what did you think of Kinsler and and the trade?
1: I didn't like him at first uh, because he's the one that didn't want to play, right? Right. He's the Texas boy. Goodbye then. Go the other way. Right. But once he got started, I saw his natural ability. His natural ability of playing baseball. He knows how to, if if Mike Sosha said, put it over there, he knows how to do that. And he did it. And lately, the past month or so, he was doing really well. He was clutch hitting. And I really liked it. Uh, and uh, I think they should have just left well enough alone. I don't know why they did all that. We have nothing to show for what they did. Right. We have nothing to show.
0: Yeah, it's very, and I can't
1: understand it. Yeah,
0: the timing if, because of course, like we felt like Kinsler was going to get traded because he was a one-year deal. The season was going to crap anyway, it seemed like.
1: Do You think he wanted to be traded?
0: I don't know. I don't know about that, because he was getting into a groove. We all know he was getting into a groove. If the Angels were planning on trading him, that was a perfect time to trade Does him. Has
1: he ever won a World Series ring? No. Well, then he yeah. probably...
0: Uh, oh, let's hope Let's hope Kinsler well, that you know, because we don't happen. like Boston, of course. Of course, we don't like Boston. But for Kinsler, uh, this will probably be a good chance for him to get into a World Series and maybe win a ring. He was with Texas yeah. when they were winning. They never won a World Series, though. They went to two... Two World Series though, yeah, they never won. Um, but let's hope he can he can make the Red Sox a better team. Best of luck to him as always. Uh, gonna miss the guy, Kinsler. Even though we hated him in Texas, he was he was really heating up in the Halo uniform. Um, let's hope he can he can give him some good stuff. It's kind of it's it's a depressing time as an Angel fan right now, kind of thing. Cause once the Maldi trade happens, you're like, oh, okay, they're starting to, they're thinking about, oh, this season's over. And then once they traded Kinsler, you knew, Epler said in his mind, he's like, okay, we're we're, we're waiting for next season, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it makes you think that they've given up on this and they're planning for the future. Well, uh, the fans don't really feel that way, and when they talk like that, the fans start to not come. You have to know something about Orange County fans. We like it when it's exciting and it's fun, and we want to be there. and we're We're up for it as Orange County people. We got the good weather, the tickets are comparable. They're it's easy to get there. We want to be at the ballpark. It's like a fun thing to do. Right. But they're not going to follow a team that is a roller coaster. Right. A roller coaster team. They're not going to do it. There's plenty of other places to go on Friday, Saturday night, and they won't go. Yeah. <laughs> and last year we had sellouts every single night right this year we do not
0: even at the beginning of the year when we were hot and otani was it was like oh my gosh there's a sellout every gosh darn night you know well orange county like grandma said
1: orange county we're busy people we're not gonna We've come got too many things to choose from so the better the angels better be flipping making it happen with just really running over everybody or at least competing right
0: and, you know, with a player and, you know, everyone's going to say it now because Trout has even made it somewhat apparent in interviews and such. All he's focused on is making the playoffs. And the fact that the Angels traded Maldonado and Kinsler within four days, you know they gave up on the season, uh, managing-wise at least, for general manager. Epler's like, oh, no, I'm done. Um, I don't know how Trout would feel about that. Because, like I just said, that makes you think, okay, they're done. Trout's contract is up in 2020, so we have him next year and the year after for sure. And everyone's already talking about he's gone. Everyone's already saying he's gone. So the Angels need to, gosh darn, which, of course, we don't know.
1: Right. We don't
0: know. We don't know if he's gone. Trout hasn't said anything. He's never going to say anything, of course. He's not that kind of person. But all the analysts are basically saying he's gone. Right. He's not right. Oh, look at that one. Um, Yeah. To keep going on the Trout thing, on the 31st, Trout became the second player in MLB history to have three or more seasons of 30 homers and 20 stolen bases. Uh, I didn't write down who he joined, but we were at that game. So I want to say it was uh, Joe Morgan he joined. Um, I remember seeing that on the Jumbotron. Uh, they're showing EY Jr. clips on the Angels pregame.
1: Jose Moda's player of the game. He's been absolutely –
0: EY's been – and on the second he came up after Trout got – We already uh, Grady. Oh, no, Trout didn't get hurt yet. Excuse me, yeah. Trout got hurt on the second. EY was already up and on the bench, um, but he made his return. Man's a gazelle. He can hit the ball every every which way, switch hitter which is huge for this lineup, you know, want to get as many lefties in there as possible.
1: He's, like Sean He's
0: hitting them yards. Sean Figgins. Explain to the people at home <laughs> what Sean Figgins meant to this, this team.
1: Sean Figgins was everything to the team, everything to the team. He did everything. He wasn't afraid to do anything. He could think standing up, sitting down, rolling over, jumping backwards, cartwheeling, jumping a fence, <laughs> uh, running in front of everything, and he is absolutely – fantastic and eric young is a clone of sean Figgins.
0: i never i thought i think i've thought of that before but grandma saying the that way
1: he runs he runs the same way right low to the ground right he goes around the bases and you don't even know where uh, where he is now yeah he's a sweetheart he's a wonderful kid awesome guy he's so dedicated to the team when the team might not even know he's there
0: there you go there you go. He's been absolutely, he's been great. He's been absolutely phenomenal. And in the outfield as well, especially with Trout out, they were just showing that he's Noah making. I
1: went to spring training, not this past summer, the summer yes. before. Eric Young Jr. was the only player that talked to us every time it was possible. No matter how hard he had worked, No matter how hot the sun was getting, he talked to the fans, but we made a connection with him and he talked to us more than once, many, several times when many of the other players walk right by you and are very snooty. Right. Frankly. Yeah. He is personable. If you really want to uh, get ahead in life and you really want to be blessed by God, act like the character of Eric young jr. He has added something to the team that they can't manufacture his heart and soul. You better keep him up there, and you better pay attention to him and give him his props because that guy is all about doing what's right.
0: Yeah, and look at – Amen. Amen. Yeah, Hallelujah. <laughs> look at the track record from last year as well. When Trout got hurt last year – of course, we don't want Trout to get hurt or anything because he's the best player in baseball. But when Trout got hurt last year, they brought up EY, and he was just a flipping spark plug. Right. He just – amped the whole team up and everything started looking good and we started making our run for the wild card and then he was there the whole rest of the season but then trout came back and then i'm not saying trout is dampering the team at all i'm not saying anything like that but you need to keep ey up there and in the clubhouse because he brings a flipping mojo that you don't see many people have and at his age he's in his mid 30s he flies around the bases he fl- he just brings an energy that is unmatched with that with this team and it's we absolutely love seeing him up um <laughs> august 2nd was a weird day because eric young uh started which was great but then trout was out with right wrist inflammation this was during the the Tampa Bay Rays series um trout wasn't placed on the DL yet and then that same day that morning chris young who had already been out with uh, uh, hamstring issues, had MRIs quote MRIs on both of his hips and revealed labral tears in both hips. He underwent successful surgery of the right hip on the second on August second, and is awaiting surgery on his left. Uh, the Angels haven't tweeted anything regarding Chris Young. So um, I'm assuming he hasn't gotten surgery on his left hip yet, but he will be. And he was eventually transferred to the 60-day DL. So he's he's out, and, uh, you know, let's hope he has a good recovery. I don't think he'll be uh, with the <laughs> Angels as of next year, but uh, we'll see about that. Uh, August 4th, Skaggs placed on the DL with left abductor strain. That's the second time on the deal, as of this point, as of the fourth, with a, quote, abductor strain. The first time on the deal was with the right abductor. And what was it? Um, Skaggs came back for one start on the 12th and then went back on the deal with another abductor strain. And I didn't know exactly what an abductor was. So I looked it up, and it's a muscle whose contraction... Moves a limb or part away from the midline of the body oh, or Lord. from another part. Owie. So in this, it was in his groin. It could be in your hip or in your groin or the most likely places. And every time it's been in his groin. Um, so that has to do with the high leg kick, I'm assuming, on his delivery. Because he brings that son of a duck up. Yeah. He brings his groin and his legs so far up. So that's probably a lot of tension. Um but Skax goodness That that really sucks. On the fifth, Valbuena, Luis Valbuena was designated wow. for assignment, <laughs> which basically means he was released. He was formally yeah. released on yeah. the tenth. Yeah. That just needed to happen. Has he been
1: picked up yet? No. Uh I saw it coming. They needed they
0: needed to get, you know
1: yeah, he, he was
0: getting- a liability.
1: He was definitely not helping
0: anything. He could hit homer, but it was a thing where Socha, I I guarantee Socha felt like he had to put him in the lineup because it was another another lefty bat, and he's like, oh, we have to put him in. Yeah. But he'd strike out three times a game. Best of luck to Luis Valbuena, of course, but, yeah. you know, it was for the best. Um, August 7th, Tropiano. God bless Nick Tropiano. Goodness gracious. He can't get anything. Can't get any luck. 10-day DL with right shoulder inflammation. That doesn't sound good. There hasn't been any um, updates on him, but it just doesn't sound good. Um, they called up Williams Jerez, who is the lefty reliever in the Kinsler trade. We'll talk about him later because he's been phenomenal since he got called up. Um, on the 10th, which was a week ago today, Trout was placed on the DL with right wrist inflammation. Retro to August uh, 6th, which means... That he could have been activated yesterday on the 16th, but with the personal matter, um, of, uh, Aaron Cox, uh, his brother-in-law, his wife's brother, who was in the, uh, angel system, uh, passing away at the young age of 24. God rest his soul. Um, he was, he is missing additional time now to one loss, which is totally, totally understandable. Um, so let's hope, you know, he can keep his head up, and he's he's probably bringing some great energy there. You know, let's hope let's hope everything's okay there. Um, on the tenth as well, I put it down as this Big Daddy Vladdy at his Hall of Fame ceremony at Angel Stadium. Me and Grandma were there. Grandma describe the experience. <sighs>
1: first thing that popped in my mind right now is thinking about Vladdy is where can we find some guys like him? <laughs> I want to put a sign up. Are there any more Vladdies out there? <laughs> come and sign up by the hot dog stand over there. We'll get your name and wheel it off to the management. <laughs> we need, we need Vladdy. We, we need him to come back.
0: That'd be great. Could
1: get his, him and get a bat out there. And I guarantee you he'd be off. <laughs> couldn't run as fast, but he could definitely hit that out there. He is one of a kind. I've never been so happy in all my life. Back in the day when we used to sit here and watch him play, not that many years ago, uh, it was just you never knew what to expect except the best. Right,
0: right. And it's so it was so cool because we were there and we had we had pretty we had good seats. This was our maybe our favorite seats we've had. Um, and he went up there and they showed videos on the jumbotron stuff too, and it was just a really cool experience. And Vladdy went up to the mic and you could you could smiling, of course, and you could tell he was nervous. And he started speaking in English. He started speaking in English, which was just so cool to me. It was it was almost ineligible. (laughs) You couldn't you couldn't really understand what he was saying, but you could tell he was trying and all you heard was love and anaheim basically that's all you could understand and the crowd just went nuts every time he every time he paused for a second just to start talking
1: it just shows you that every time anything he he does he gives it his all even if it's broken english yeah he gives it it all he went up there and and basically to the point of could have embarrassed himself right he didn't care yeah he was going to get those words out he was going to give you that smile and you knew and he gave you everything he got 1,000% of the time. And obviously the whole world recognized it because they put him in the Hall of Fame. Yep. And, uh,
0: First it, angel with first the angels final, cap in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Uh, I gotta get this. Let's pause it for a second. We got a, we got a straight phone call right now. Yeah. Sorry. That was Mike, Mike Sosha calling, uh, talking about Taylor Ward's sweet debut, uh, be all against the Padres. But still, you know, with the jitters and everything, he went two for three with a double, a ribby, a run, and a walk. So basically, the whole shindig was batting three fifty in the minors this year. Absolutely amazing. Um, August 15th. That was on the 14th of made his debut. What a stud. Uh, he's been solid the whole time still. August 15th, Rene Rivera came back. Uh he's in the lineup tonight against the Rangers. Uh came back after uh tearing his meniscus. Wow. Which sucks. Um Taylor Ward's playing Taylor Ward's playing third tonight in the 8 hole. Um he'll he'll keep it going. He's been an absolute stud. Rivera came back and he hit the game-winning homer against San Diego to ensure the sweep, if you will. Um and then yesterday, Hansel Robles – I always say Robles because I'm, I'm Canadian and we live in oh, Southern oh, California. That's
1: how you do say it.
0: Um, Hansel Robles was placed on the 10-day DL yesterday with a right shoulder impingement. And I don't know what impingement means, so I'm literally going to look that up right now because it sounds as if someone pinched you too hard. Shoulder pain caused by connective tissue rubbing on a shoulder blade.
1: Oh, nice.
0: That's nice. Um, That sounds like it sucks. Um, So, Robles is on the DL. And then that's when Ty but- Butchery got called up yesterday, and he pitched a scoreless inning uh, in his debut. So, congratulations to Butchery. Now we're off the timeline. That was a long timeline and everything. Now we're going to get to the – I have one, two, three – for five topics laid out that I want uh, Grandma to comment on, and this kind of like a little one, Williams Jerez, who's the lefty we got in the mall, in the Kinsler deal, excuse me, uh, has been hot coming coming up to the majors. He's been in five games and has thrown six shutout innings. That's including um, yesterday, um, allowing or he didn't pitch yesterday. I don't think uh, allowing no no runs, nothing shutout. Over six innings with seven strikeouts. So he's been killing it since he came up to the majors with the Angels. Um, And I want to talk with Grandma about Skaggs' struggles. That's how I labeled it. I'm good at alliteration.
1: Well, you um, know that old saying of one rotten apple ruins the whole basket? I don't know. Run de- one rotten egg. It's something like that. That makes sense. Uh, ruins the whole box. Something like that skaggs comes from the rotten apple basket where all those guys
0: unlucky as hell
1: no skaggs richards richards and the other one heaney yeah he's He's been better this year but he's after his dog walk thing he did he's doing okay yeah that was cool actually yeah right i love it but he something about that whole group and that whole time frame it's just continue, uh, Middleton, all of them, all of them, yeah. all of them caught the same rotten disease, whatever it was, right. whatever it is,
0: the Tommy John disease,
1: all of it. It was just ridiculous. So uh, I don't have much hope for these guys because they've been out in and out, up and down so much. I don't know how they can ever find their mark or their place.
0: It's so, Who's it gonna sucks.
1: It? Yeah. It's really bad. They need to create a team for guys that have been disabled more than once in a year and let them play.
0: um, An all-star weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just really crazy. And I don't – the guys – the kid's really a nice kid, and he's got great stuff, but he's not super great. Right. And he keeps getting hurt. He's been –
0: he's been the Angels. He was arguably an all-star. Before this, he had a, like a 250 yeah, ERA.
1: Talk about a curse. We have, our, our curse has a curse.
0: I kind of I kind of want to have a curse. Like I've dreamed of having an angel's curse in a way. Because then I could feel good about myself. Um, I could feel like, oh, it's the curse that's doing this. But we don't have – I can't think of anything that could have cursed us. Um, But,
1: you know, Skanks – Something's wrong with the, uh, that particular group of men. Right. All
0: – It's a bug. It's
1: it, a bug. It's like a bug. I, I – They keep getting bit by the same mosquito over and over and over. Yeah, right. Something's wrong. Something's wrong.
0: Since the All-Star break, Skaggs had two good starts against Houston and Chicago. Chicago White Sox, that being. And then he just went off the gosh darn rails. Allowed 10 runs against Tampa Bay and then got hurt. So I'm assuming he was hurt during that start. He had to have been because that's just so uncharacteristic. And then he came back for one day, like literally one day, and allowed seven runs against Oakland, and then got hurt again. So I'm assuming he was still hurt then. If not still hurt, he was definitely not 100%. And they needed someone to pitch, so they're like, oh, Skaggs, just come back and try and give us something. And that's what they did. 10.13 ERA, allowing 21 earned runs in 18.2 innings since the All-Star break. I don't know what on earth happened to him. I hope he's gosh darn okay, because he was killing it, and now it's not the arm, but it's the gosh-darn groin, and he's straining it. Uh, um, to go from negative, because Skaggs is back on the DL. I don't know what's going to happen with him from now on. Cole Cal, boom! Yeah. I'm just going to lay off. I'm just going to relay, because we haven't done one since the 20th, July 20th. Calhoun's month of July, okay, the whole month, 322 batting average. First of all, I want to say this. He didn't win Player of the Month. Jose Ramirez won it. He's phenomenal, but Cole Calhoun should have won flipping Player of the Month, and this is rigged, okay? It's Just because we're on the West Coast, you can't give us a award. Cole Calhoun's been insane. 322 batting average in July. 759 slugging. That's like flipping Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton combined, okay? 10 dingers, 20 runs scored, and 25 ribbies in July, Okay?
1: What do you want, people? What do you want from him? Yeah.
0: Month of August. So far. It's not even flipping done yet. We're 17, 16 days into August. As of these notes, at least. 321 batting average. 409 on base percentage. That's literally Mike Trout. Four dingers. 10 ribbies. 15 runs scored. That's in 16, 16 days. And they've had off days in between there. Since coming off the disabled list on June 18th Cole Calhoun is so that's 2 months he's batting 306 374 on base percentage 16 homers 39 RBIs 41 runs scored and I calculated this because I'm a mathematician 51% of his hits have gone for extra bases holy cow this guy's a stud grandma what's going on
1: he is going on yeah he himself he is going on he's got it he's got what it takes he's determined he's got his head screwed on straight he did what they told him he didn't pussyfoot around he put it to good use he got up there he hit he ran He conquered. Yeah. He is our star, our superstar. And whatever newspaper writers are not recognizing this and sending the waves back east to wherever they do voting for player of the this, player of the that. Somebody's missing the memo. Because there should be talk after talk after talk about this guy called Cole Calhoun. The name alone
0: says it all. Yeah, Cole Calboom. Are you kidding me? Cole what kind of Cal- a perfect Boom. nickname? Cole Calboom. How perfect is that name? Okay? <laughs> it just sounds so good because when he hits the ball, it's just like a flipping rocket just blew off into
1: space. Let's put it this way. When I'm sitting in my front room watching TV, there's only a couple of players that when they hit it, you hear the bat. Yeah. He's one of He's them. He's one of them. Albert. It varies with the other one. Right when he hits that bat you hear it it's amazing it's just
0: absolutely amazing it's so phenomenal because at the beginning of this year when calhoun went on the dl he was batting 145 his his batting average it's a miracle his batting average has gone up near 100 points since then
1: you know what here the here's the problem we're the only ones talking about it. Uh, Gooby and, and Victor talk about it. Mike talks about it when they interview him. Right. Uh, what's James Fletcher saying about him? Jeff the- Fletcher. Jeff Fletcher. Sorry. See, I don't even know the guy.
0: Jeff Fletcher is cool.
1: Is he saying anything about it?
0: All the Angels guys are loving Cole Calboom.
1: Okay. Well, they need to talk louder. I need to hear
0: it on MLB Network. I need to hear it on ESPN. Yeah, I need to hear exactly. it on those East Coast nations. Exactly. I need to hear it.
1: I want some guy. I want... Alex Rodriguez. Yes. To talk to Cole Kalboom. Alex, if you're listening.
0: Listen to Alex.
1: (laughs) My grandson was born the same day as your girlfriend. Now. Yes. Can't get better than that.
0: Exactly.
1: You want to see the male version of J-Lo? Come on.
0: (laughs) Technical difficulties. We'll be back. The white version of J-Lo.
1: Yeah, the white male version of J-Lo. Yes. With the passion. If he says Cole Calum, boom, whom is it,
0: he's it. And I say it very loud. I say Cole boom. I say it like that. Yeah, exactly. Which gives it more emphasis,
1: okay? Because he, he needs it. it. He knows it because he threw a ball to Noah.
0: He threw a stands. ball to me in the stands and it was the greatest moment yeah. of my entire existence. He
1: because he knew, he knew that. We were about it. And it was right to me.
0: It was right Calhoun to me. Standing
1: right next to yeah, me. I, he, he saw it. me. He
0: eyed he eyeballed yeah,
1: me. Exactly.
0: Cole Calboom's so, a stud. He is the star of the team. Right now, especially with Trout her, Calhoun is an absolute stud. He is. And I wanna say, Calhoun's obviously been insane. Just a little tidbit here. On August third, okay, Otani became the second player in major league baseball history to win four-plus games as a pitcher and hit 10-plus home runs as a batter, Babe Ruth being the only other player. How, fin- how amazing is that? And, you know, if Ohtani didn't get hurt, he'd be 10-10 and 10 right now. Otoni would have 10 wins, which would be just absolutely insane.
1: Well, is he going to be pitching anytime soon?
0: I hope so. He had a 70-game. 70 pitch bullpen session uh, uh, on Saturday and uh, he faced quote unquote batters even though they didn't swing at the ball just to get a, a presence in front of him uh, and was throwing straight heat apparently so glad to hear that he'll be back he'll pitch he'll pitch before the end of the season which is very good. I'm very happy about that.
1: Pitch in the playoff games because we will make the playoffs.
0: We better, dude. We need to win these next three games against Texas. Uh-huh. And it's very possible. We, you know, we all know we should have won yesterday on the sixteenth. Goodness gracious. Um, now, Odrisomar, de España is starting for the Angels today, and we just picked him up off waivers, and for some reason he's starting a game, and watch him pitch a no-hitter. Let's go, boys. Okay, so this game's on right now, but we're dedicated to our podcast, okay? Upton. Let's talk about Upton since July 20th, so since our last episode. Grandma, you have a history with Mr. Upton.
1: Don't say it like that. I'm 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 not, you
0: you know, not like that. Of course not. Uh, I
1: don't like his personality
0: Grandma, he's a very You can tell, he's hard-nosed But he gets the job done kind of thing
1: Every once in a while
0: Since July, And we'll both say this is yeah, every once can, in a while Since July 20th proof is in the pudding. I have to say it, okay 310 <laughs> batting average 367 on base, which means he's Walking and he's not striking out as much okay. 7 dingers, 20 ribbies 18 runs scored And your boy's a mathematician 42% of his hits have been for extra bases. So Grandma, since our last episode on July 20th, which is basically a month, over this past month basically, that 3:10, 7 homers, 20 ribbies. Thoughts?
1: I want him to keep it up. Of course. I want him to continue to do what he's doing right now, not just for it to be a, a, streaky. a streak thing. And everybody already predicts that it's just, he's just a streaky person. Right. Well, make them, uh, make them be liars then, Upton. Come on. Show us that you can do this at least to the end of the year. Now, uh, no matter what. Play it with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. Get it and go with it. Right. And don't get streaky. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't get lazy. Rick, it's just working. Don't get pissed off. Right. Do it. Yeah. And show us that you're a great player, not just a streaky player. Right. That's great. You put that perfectly. Exactly. Because when Kinsler was
0: here, when Kinsler was with the Halos, I want to say it was like a month or two ago. They were interviewing Kinsler and Kinsler even said he's a streaky player and he has a history of being a streaky player. He's raised his batting average about fifteen points since the twentieth. He's now at two sixty four. He was at like two fifty five last month. Um so that's
1: Well, my question to Upton is if I had lunch with him would be do you Think it's more important to hit home runs or to be consistent and be a non-streaky player and get, get on the base, batting average up, right? I don't even know what he'd say, right? Because he's right now he's I doing he, it all. I he is. That's he's what getting, I like. Well, he's getting he's he's in the right place at the right time. Right. But I think what he do, he shows when he's not doing well is he's just trying to slam it,
0: right? He's pulling it too hard. Yeah, he's he's not, trying to yank him. Yeah, play the game, right? And he's really. He has found a groove right now, and that's for sure. He's hitting it to all fields. Upton, get your groove back. Yeah, oh my gosh! Goodness gracious, that was it worked. That worked. Keep it. Um, he's hitting it to all fields. He's hitting it power to all fields, but he's getting on base. That's all that really matters. Okay. He just got a walk in his first at bat here against the Rangers. Um, so yeah, good. A lot of good individual stuff recently yeah. but that doesn't take away from the 13 and 13 record since uh, July 20th. Um I want to I always end this on a spotlighting a minor league player and you know when Maldi got traded we were very hesitant. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen now? Goodness gracious. Patrick Sandoval, who's the kid, the 20 old 21 21-year-old kid that we got who's now 22, he just had his birthday. Um, who we got in the Maldi deal, has been amazing. He was great in the Astros minor league system. I'm going to say those numbers once again. Um, was 9-1 with a 2.56 ERA in the Astros minors this year, which was high and low A. Since coming to the Angels minor league system, at least, he was assigned to Class A Inland Empire, which is high A ball, and just made his debut yesterday in double A mobile. So he's already made it up the ranks, but has not allowed a single run, earned or unearned. So he hasn't allowed crud, nothing, since coming to the Angels organization. Okay. That's three starts in class A inland empire for the 66ers, spanning over 14 and two thirds innings, striking out 21 with his batting average against, which means players are hitting overall this against Patrick Sandoval. 118 batting average. That is worse than Cole Calhoun in the first half. How old is he? 22 years old. Okay. This kid, and as a lefty, he throws heat. This kid could really be something for this Angels team for what the Astros are really getting a rental on Maldonado as he is a free agent. Um he made his debut last night in Double A Mobile, four and two-thirds, which I I have to keep this in mind. And low and in the minor leagues, especially low minors, um, they don't. The starters aren't really taxed. You know, you're not having starters go seven innings like you would in the majors. You want to work everyone in to see what everyone's got. So four and two thirds in double A is basically seven innings in the majors. You know, he's not. He doesn't have a high pitch count or anything. They just want to work in all the bullpen guys and see what they got. So he went four and two thirds, not allowing any runs and striking out six. This kid could really be something, and I'm really hoping that he does become something. And as a lefty, you know, our minor league system went from the worst in baseball. And I'd say at this point, we're top 15, top 10 in baseball. We have so many good assets in the minors. And let's hope not only that attracts trout and keeps trout around, um, but helps us even pass trout. Um, So that's really that's really it. For this episode of baseball with grandma. It was a good one. It was full of its ups and downs. It has its it had its uh uptins. Uptins and then, and, it's, and then it's downtown. Its downtown Freddie <laughs> um, Brown <laughs> Calboom. Um, it had all of that. Um, but it was a good one. And Uptown Town. Yeah, Uptown funk you up.
1: Bruno Mars. And
0: grandma's making a song. And we're going to end it on that. We're going to enjoy, hopefully, this Angels win against the Texas Rangers. And we'll end it on this song. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody.